I could say I'm really glad to be here this week. I'm glad you guys are putting on this podcast cruise. I've met some really nice people that I've never met before, may not have ever heard of before I came here. And I can't wait to go check out some of these podcasts. And I'm just really glad I got a chance to come back down to Mexico and have some fun times with all you fine people. Welcome back to Starve It Out. I'm hanging out with probably my favorite person from Kansas. It's Shay Harms. Shay, how you doing? Doing good, Jared. All right, Shay. So we're not in Kansas. <laughs> no, clearly we're not. <laughs> where, where are we at? We are in Costa Maya, Mexico, hanging out at Yaya Beach. Yaya Beach. Do you feel like Yaya Beach lives up to the hype? Yes, definitely. This place is amazing. I'm totally surprised, and I'm so glad you picked this location. It's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. How would you describe it? Blue. <laughs> Lots of blue, lots of the aqua color, lots of uh, little tiki hut things to keep you out of the sun if you get too hot. Lots of white sandy beaches. This is true. And a lot of lily white podcasters. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm not doing too bad. I'm and a late the, girl. And then there's Donald Kelly. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we're, we're having a good visit. And what brings you to the podcast cruise, Shay? I am here to be a speaker on this cruise, thanks to you, this Mr. Is Easley. True. This is true. Speaking, so Shay, I thought for a long time that you were ready to speak. You're like, eh, you know, soon enough, and now soon enough is here. Yes, it is. It's been four years in the making. It has been, and and you know, you and I've been friends for several years now. And I remember you and I going and creating John Lee Dumas's first meetup yep. in Las Vegas at the In and Out Burger, where it's me, you, your husband Thad, and Chris Murphy and yep. John Dumas. That was it. Yep. There wasn't anybody else there. <laughs> <laughs> And Except now, a bunch of other people we didn't now know. Now you fast forward and be like, <laughs> see where everybody's at. And uh, it's nice to see that Shay Harms is speaking on the podcast cruise. It's an honor to be here and get a chance to do this. All right. So, yeah, let's not mess around. You have a presentation tomorrow, or not tomorrow, but on day two of the conference. What are you going to be speaking about? I'll be speaking about tech mistakes in podcasting. Tech mistakes in podcasting. Can we get a little vision of where that's going to go, or do you want to keep it under wraps? (laughs) Well, basically, there's just several things that podcasters, I think they forget. They get lazy, they get busy, and they just forget some basic common sense things. And that's basically what I'm going to be covering is letting you, you know, hey, reminder, make sure you do these things because otherwise you might have bad quality. You could lose listenership. So I think these are all really good tips, mistakes that people need to learn from. Now, well said. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about your journey coming up to this cruise. You have had a lot of different things that you've tested, and then you realize, no, I think I want to try this. And one thing that's always been consistent is your love for lakes. Yes. Right. So while you love the tech, you also love the lakes. So, you know, when you're balancing ideas for a podcast or for projects to try, how do you kind of decide, okay, which one is the right one to go for? For me, it really comes back to what really pulls at my heart. You know, I started off with Slender Safari, which was a weight loss journey. Which was a really great show. And yeah, yeah, that was my longest running show. And I learned a lot from that experience. And it was a good place to start. It taught me consistency. You know, it taught me all the, the right and wrong things to do. But then after a while, it just was my heart wasn't in it. You know, so I had I knew something that Cliff Ravenscraft taught me years ago when I took his podcast and A to Z course. It's like if you don't maintain that passion, it's going to come through in your voice and people don't want to listen to that. So I finally decided I needed to find something that did mean a lot to me. And of course, from that very first time in and out burger, you, Chris and John were all trying to encourage me to do something about water skiing because you know how much I love water skiing. And I just could never convince myself that I knew enough 
to share that knowledge. So now over time, I thought, well, maybe I should talk about tech things because that's what my background is for the last 30 years, working as a computer programmer in industry. And it finally just came back to, guess what? I love the lake life. I need to go back, talk to my peeps. I have a great group called the Lake Crowd on Facebook. And those guys are my support team. And and I think they're all for it this time. So I'm excited to get rolling again. You've also done something I thought was interesting. You invested in yourself. You put a lot of resources and time into program where you were being coached. Yes. And, you know, some people might be intimidated by that or they may think, well, I don't want to uh, invest this heavily, but you've had a lot of wins from that. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what that process has been like. Well, you know, it was, it's a very kind of expensive journey to go down, but I've been doing this now for four or five years. And at some point you're like, I need to really see some serious financial progress from this. Yeah. So it's an investment myself and what I want to do. And it's been great for accountability. I've had a great leader. He's, you know, well known in his field. Uh, been doing this for I think twelve years now, and he has kind of held my hand throughout the process, helped me plan, helped me come up with a business strategy and a vision. It's been really good. We've got a couple more months to go, and I'm curious to see how it'll wrap up. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do when it's over. I'll be like, oh, where's my dude? I need to be able to talk to him. <laughs> yep. But you feel like that has been something that's been helpful. Yeah, I do. I do. And is that primarily from the accountability standpoint? Yes and no. I mean, accountability is one aspect of it. But, you know, I can go anytime, get on Messenger and say, hey, Jason, how do I handle this particular problem? And he quickly responds within, you know, half an hour to an hour later, practically. And so I have that instant feedback and I can just keep moving forward and it has nothing to do with accountability. That's just me, you know, doing the work. And he's been really good at helping me make a plan so that I can really make progress week by week. And that's been very helpful. Okay. Now, you may or may not be putting out more episodes of your Lake podcast. Is that true? I will be. Definitely. Will be. Yeah. Okay. So what can people expect from that? Well, they're going to, this was something I kind of talked to folks here about to see what their thoughts were on it. And basically, I'm going to be sharing my love for the lake. So it could be, you know, what equipment you need to have when you go on a lake vacation, how to plan a lake vacation, what software, what apps, what websites you to use. I also talk about boating. Boating's huge in my lake crowd group. And I'll be talking about, you know, things you should know before you go buy your first boat. Or now you have a boat, now what to expect that first year. And I'm also going to be talking to various people across the country, having them share their stories about their lakes. So that way when somebody listens, they can say, hey, I want to go to Lake Powell or Lake Havasu based on this conversation that Shay had with that person. And now I know where I can go, where I can stay, where I can run a boat at. So I'm really looking forward to getting into some of those conversations. What is it about the lake that you just love? Well, I grew up one. I grew up at Lake the Ozarks in Missouri, and there's something about it. I mean, to this day, if I have a dream in the middle of the night, it usually has a lake in it. <laughs> you know, that's it's interesting. Just, it's just something that you know. My my family started a tradition with us. My dad loved the lake, and I have a lot of good memories growing up with my family there. And now I'm able to take those same ideas with my kids and share my love for it. And now they have some tradition that they can follow through and they love the lake just as much. And I love boating. You know, it's kind of like being here at the beach. You want to be around the sun and you want the the water to cool you off and the breeze. And that's the same thing with the lake life. You know, you just want to go out there and enjoy it. The water, it calls to me. And if I can get my ski and go out there and hit the water and do a few runs, then I'm a very happy person. (laughs) Well said. So what are your favorite lakes? Well, Lake the Ozarks is by far my most favorite because it offers so much. You know, there's 65 lakeside restaurants there. There's 
lots to do, lots of attractions. You know, if you like parasailing, if you want to go to, well, I don't think they do the tour of the dam like they used to since 9-11, but there are a lot of things you can do on that lake. It's 90 miles long, so you're not going to run out of lake to do anything on. But I also, I like even some of the small lakes that are near me in Kansas because during the middle of the week, we can go take our boat out. We have a, a Mastercraft ski boat. Yeah. We'll take it out in the middle of the week and we'll do several runs at night. There's not a soul out there and it's just a almost a private lake, you know? That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So what's that like if you do a private, uh, if you do like a midweek lake run, what, what are you doing? Yeah, we uh, take off after work, hook up our boat, head to the lakes about 30 minutes away. And then we, my husband and I, a lot of times it's just the two of us. And so I'll drive and pull him skiing and then he'll drive and pull me skiing until we just wear ourselves out. Sunsets about four hours later and we call it a night. It's awesome exercise and, and we just feel good. I love it. <laughs> That's so cool. Have you been skiing all your life? I started skiing when I was eight. Yeah. Yeah. So almost, almost 40 years. Oh my gosh. I'm really dating myself. Almost 40 years. <laughs> it took me forever to finally get up on skis. But yeah. Then I finally did it and I was like, ah, there's hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> we teach a lot of beginners. In fact, my friend and I were kind of starting a new ski club this year where we're going to be doing a sit-ski clinic where we help people with disabilities. We've already done... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, huh. this will be our fourth year of actually putting that on. And it is really amazing because we get lots of folks with different disabilities. A lot of people have Down syndrome or they might be physically disabled and a quadriplegic. And we have two side skiers that go out and ski with them. And it just puts a smile on all of our faces when these people that never had the opportunity to get near a lake and do those kind of things, sometimes we'll put them on a tube. It just depends on what their disability is. But they have such smiles on their faces. They're so happy, and it makes us all feel really good. And it's a big group effort. It takes a lot of people to put one of these on. Sure. But, yeah, it's, you know, a ski club is just a great way to bond with other families and get to have a good time and camp out and everything. But the sit-ski clinic is really important to us. Man. If people want to uh, contribute or help with that, what, what, what could they look up? Well, the best way would be go to lakeauthority.com. Go to my website, and I will because um, we will be building a new website. We haven't quite decided what our new ski team is going to be called yet. <laughs> so as soon as I know that, but for now, just go to lakeauthority.com. Send me an email. Okay, that sounds good. How do they send you an email? Just from Lake Authority? Yeah, there's a contact me on there or go to Shay at lakeauthority.com. At Shay at lakeauthority.com. S H E Y. So do you just like want to go to all these lakes around the country and yes, check them out? I do. How do you determine which ones to go to and <laughs> which ones I have to wait? Well, I ask my group. Again, I go back to Lake Crowd and I let those guys kind of tell me what they love about their lakes. And definitely on my list to go to soon is going to be Lake Havasu and Lake Powell. There's ones I bring up a lot. There's a yeah. lot of folks that go there. I like to go to Cumberland Lake in Kentucky. Dale Hollow is another one in Kentucky I hear a lot of great things about. Georgia and Alabama, they've got a couple of Lake Martin. Yeah, Lake Martin. Yeah. yeah. Lake Martin looks pretty cool. I like to go down there. And Finger Lakes, I actually have an opportunity to go to Finger Lakes this summer and be part of a poker run. Really? Um, one of the guys in my group, super nice guy, he has a boat that has twin big block engines in it. And it's, it has a Sonic, the hedgehog on the side because he has Sonic engines on it, something I don't remember exactly. But he said they're doing a poker run this summer and they would like to try, they're trying to raise money for their ambulance service. And he knows that I really like to ride in one of those boats. And he said, well, hey, maybe I can work out a deal with you to come up here and you can do some video work and stuff and put it on your website and help build up what we need to try to get more people to contribute. So I'm hoping I get to do that this summer. I'm not quite sure on the schedule if we can make it happen. But so Finger Lakes is definitely on my list. and It looks beautiful. I can't wait to go. <laughs> you have to become a full-time entrepreneur because <laughs> you need the flexibility Absolutely. in your schedule to do all this stuff. That's right. And you know, there's only a certain amount of months you can do it too. Yeah, that's true. You can go down to Arizona in the wintertime and go on the lake, but I still don't think it's as popular even in the wintertime as, you know, 
people are still busy with their lives. Yeah, summertime is on. the time to go to the lake. It is, yeah. So you got between May and September to really hit all the lakes hard. <laughs> it's not yeah, much you time. You have so much time and so many weeks. <laughs> That's all right. Well, uh, Shay, we start to uh, as we start to wrap up here. What, where can people connect with you online? Best thing is to go lakeauthority.com or go to shayharms.com. Either one, you can find me. Find me on Facebook or whatever there. Okay, and then final thoughts. Final thoughts. Well, I could say I'm really glad to be here this week. I'm glad you guys are putting on this podcast cruise. I've met some really nice people that I've never met before, may not have ever heard of before I came here. And I can't wait to go check out some of these podcasts. And I'm just really glad I got a chance to come back down to Mexico and have some fun times with all you fine people. Oh, well said. And it's not over yet. We've still got a lot more fun to have. (laughs) That's right. All right. Well, Shay, I wish you well as always. And good luck with your presentation coming up. I know you're going to do well. Of course, people listening to this, it will be well over by then. (laughs) But uh, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Thanks, Jared. (laughs) 